This podcast is brought to you by High Five Tom, a proud family member of Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. And honored to be part of The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of The Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Revelry with Will and High Five Tom. What up, High Fivers? It's your boy, High Five Tom. I've got some special guests here uh, as we are going to go over a fantastic match that Will and I have. Actually, Will, you haven't seen this match, right? I appreciate your, uh, your, your willingness to be open to the idea that I may have seen something. Okay. Just double check. Prior to whenever. No, I've not seen this. Um, but Brandon, actually, so obviously, uh, my good friend here and uh, Okerland nominated podcast co-host here, Will. But uh, we also have the Irish Misfit, Brandon. Are you this evening? I am doing well, man. Thanks for having me. That's good. And we have a very special guest, uh, one member of Tom's inner circle. Like I said uh, earlier, three fifths of my uh, inner circle is currently on this call. Uh, but my good friend Andy, Andy, how are you tonight? Hey guys, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Good. You know, I'm sorry it took so long for to get you on uh, this show, but Andy and I did a great conversation uh, just kind of talking over Andy's uh, collection of amazing collectibles from Muhammad Ali slash Cassius Clay, um, James Brown, not the musician, Walter Payton, um, lots of good wrestling shit. So, but uh, we are going over. So it's the do fixtures versus the blood generation, basically, is the two teams. Um, and this is kind of ironic because uh, Andy and I were on one of our many, many car rides, and uh, Andy just asked what uh, what was the favorite match you ever saw live, uh, and he happened to pick this match because you were actually in the building for this, weren't you, Andy? I was indeed in the building, and it is phenomenal. Um, yeah, I, I have a feeling we're not going to really be calling this go, you know, uh, hold for hold, but it was just kind of ironic because Andy brought that up, and then about three days later. Uh, Brundon randomly suggested we watch this match, like not even knowing that Andy and I talked about it. Then I heard about it. So I was like, fuck it, let's just do this. So, yeah, I remember this was, uh, I believe it was a Meltzer five star uh, match. And it was uh, considered one of the, maybe not the best, but one of the top three to five uh, matches in ROH history for years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Andy, you got any fun memory? Oh, so this is on Supercard of Honor, too. So this is Chicago Ridge. This was Chicago Ridge, yep. And, you know, I was also, I went to every Chicago Ridge show uh, for Ring of Honor. I will say this match is right there neck and neck with Joe Punk 2 as far as my favorite match. And then conversely, in the conversation for best match in ROH history. That's awesome. You have two people on this podcast that have seen Joe and Punk. Because I was at Joe Punk 3. You were at 3? Yeah, yeah, I was at three. I went to like you with Chicago Ridge. I went to every Rexplex show. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah, Brendan was all over the place. So yeah, we should we should probably do. Uh, we've been talking about that for a while, doing our our uh, watch alongs for those two matches. We'll, we'll get to that eventually. I'm a little slow, you know. I, I no, it'll I think, happen. Yeah, kicked in the head a lot. So, um, yeah, actually, it's funny, Andy. Uh, will and I will be covering a Chicago Ridge show here. I think coming up in February. I think they're back for 2014. I guess so. You're all the way up to 14 already. Wow. Yeah, so we're yeah we're basically just go. It's best uh, ten uh, ten ten years ago to the week is what we review. So okay, yeah. So it's twenty twenty four. So um, yeah, Chris Nero just showed back up in Ring of Honor at Final Battle at the main event. Um, we'll obviously we'll discuss this tomorrow, but were you a little shocked to see Chris Nero finish off that pay per view? Sorry, a little bit because I don't remember. Because we're kind of around where I started watching here and there. And I don't remember Chris Hero being back in it. Yeah, I don't know. I have a feeling because he made a quick appearance, I think, two years ago, I think. So we'll see if he... But he looks good. Skinny, finally. So. I think he shows up in CZW around this time, too. Oh, that son of a bitch. <laughs> well, um, I know this is not... Technically related, but Andy, you'll appreciate this, and hopefully Brendan sometime in the future. Uh, but our good friend, Mister Tommy Trainwreck, uh, is getting his CZW trial. Nice. Really? Yeah, he's running a show Saturday night up in the middle of fucking nowhere, Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna fly out of Green Bay. Uh, take a red eye out of Green Bay at like one in the morning out to Philly. So, is CZW now showing on IWTV? I don't I think know. they might be interesting. Um, but yeah, but Tommy used to run or uh, used to work beyond about four or five years ago. So I don't know if, yeah, you guys may have seen him um, out in that neck of the woods. So, um, well, yeah, I think we'll probably hit play here, but uh, do you guys have any questions or concerns or any extra comments here on uh, this amazing match we're supposed to watch here? I believe this might have been the first time Dragon Gate was over in the U.S. Nice. So they were they were they were hot shit over in Japan. Not like you know, you know, number one or number two, but uh, you know, all Japan at the time was, had kind of fallen to the wayside. They were still recovering from everybody leaving. Noah was like on the top of the world. The uh, New Japan actually was. Not very good. Yeah, because I so, mean, uh, yeah, Dragon Gate was uh They were really getting some steam over there, and they just started bringing guys over, like Jack Evans, Roderick Strong, got their uh, were the first two guys actually over there. Really, in, uh, tag team match. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jack Evans and Roddy on the same team. Yeah, yeah. They fought. Uh, shit, I can't remember. I think it was one of these guys and Dragon Kid, possibly. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said New Japan was really on a downslope, really, till Bullet Club, wasn't it? Um, Tanahashi, I would say. Yeah, Bullet Club, Tanahashi. Okada. So yeah. once it, yeah, yeah, once they started taking over, I mean, Bob Ka Sap can't carry the place alone, but you know, <laughs> he did everything he could. Yeah. Well, shout out to our, our good friend, Mister UTT Rob. Uh, hopefully we can get some uh, Bob Sapp, <clears throat> Take Abbott, like uh, dual coverage. Um, Andy, some good friends of ours. Yeah, they did a 
They reviewed every Tank Abbott match in WCW. Willingly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, you know how they have all those Chuck Norris memes? Like, you know, Chuck Norris is so fast he can switch the light and be in bed before the light turns off shit type shit. Yeah, they've got they've got their tank facts. So I've been I've been following that Twitter since before I even knew that was UTG Rob. Oh really? Yeah, that was one of that was always one of my favorites. Yeah, so that's it's it's one of those things that shows you what Twitter's actually for. So yes, that's just my personal opinion. So and you know, just so you since you brought him up, one of the four action figures I own, Bob Sapp. Wow, tank. Uh, I can't get it to go right. There you right. go. Tank Abbott. <laughs> oh, you do have a tank. Oh, that's right. I have a Tank Abbott action figure. I just have, I got a really cool, uh, when uh, the Lucha Bros used to go to AEW at the time, our first show, we got a really cool, like, wooden uh, pentagram or pentagram, pentagon <laughs> um, figure. That's really cool. We bought from him. So nice. I've got, we've got a Kevin Owens NXT one. And I think that's really all I got for figures. I got Bob Sapp, but his arms fell off. Uh, yeah. Russell Tank Abbott. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. And or my son. <laughs> so sweet. I've got two John Gresham micro brawlers and a dollar store little Sasha Banks figurine that <laughs> How small is a Jonathan Gresham micro brawler? <laughs> Life size. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's, 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 the for, for a micro, it's, it's pretty small. It was actually Jonathan Gresham in your mailbox. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Is he back with uh, G? I've got one where he, I've got one where he's got like the like the full on octopus regalia, and then the one where he is uh, just in the red. Yeah, and Andy, are you going to that GCW show in Chicago? I am not. No, that's sold out too. It's a big card. It's a pretty good card. So. Gresham and uh, Idolo, I believe, right? I think so. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting pairing. That is. That'll be good. Well, hopefully somebody that's wrestling on that show uh, wrestles at the show we're going to on Saturday, a former Chicago native that is currently released from WWE. So, we'll see. Fingers crossed. I hope so. Mustafa Ali, in case you guys were wondering, has big Chicago ties. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> but he does train at the quote-unquote rival um academy so but there's been obviously a lot of crossover so but we'll leave that talk for another podcast so yeah um cool well is everybody at zero 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 yes yep all right well i'm gonna hit the play button here three two one the shining wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray, inviting all of you to check out the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Join us as we cover all things current in the world of pro wrestling, as well as paying homage to the old school, the squared circle. So listen in and find out why we are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. Find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast from. And as always, we are the proudest members of the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media. 
The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. G'day guys, my name is Thomas, one half of the Broadcast Podcast. With our podcast, we go back and watch wrestling events from WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, AEW, and many other wrestling promotions. You can check us out on Twitter at The Broadcast. That's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. And you can also download all episodes on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, and many other podcast apps. Got 30 minutes to kill? Come check out 30 Screams or Less, where we review a horror movie in 30 minutes or less. We cover new movies and old ones, too. We'll give our honest thoughts on the movie, good or shit, as well as a rating of each one that we watch. New episodes weekly, available on the Shining Wizards Network and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. Come check us out at 30 Screams or Less. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick-ass podcast, or playing in punk bands, or recording kick-ass heavy metal albums, then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. If you like your music heavy, then check out Radioactive Metal on the Shining Wizards Network. For over 16 years now, Radioactive Metal has been one of the longest-running podcasts. Over the years, we've interviewed some legendary metal acts, had some awesome discussions, and cranked a hell of a lot of tunes. So join your cool Uncle Snowy and his co-host Aaron for the audio mosh pit that is Radioactive Metal here on the Shining Wizards Network. Are you tired of being lied to every day by the mainstream media? Do you want to know what's really going on in the world? Do you want to make up your own mind about things and not be told what to think or say? Then listen to Inconclusive Breakdown, a weekly anti-PC look at the world of entertainment and current events brought to you without censorship or filters. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, BitChute, and on ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And also, we're a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. Honor's real, huh? It was. Oh, yeah, he was in the match with uh, Roddy and Jack. It might have been those two guys. Well, the only one I kind of know is Dragon Kid. I remember him because he did Dragon Rana, and it was, like, all over... 
fastest man in wrestling. Yeah, if you guys were not watching TNA back in the day when uh, Speed Muscle were there, oh, them and yeah. the Machine Guns put on some bangers. I was definitely watching them. I know Shima. Yes. Former PWG World Champion, I think, maybe? He at least won. He won Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah. Hmm. So where are you sitting, Andy? Do you remember? I would have been uh, exactly across from the hard cam. Okay. It's kind of hard to tell, but there are bleachers that come out in front of those black curtains. I guess you can kind of see the people standing in the background. I would have been to the camera side left, approximately. Okay. Is that Todd Sinclair with the fucking Chomo fucking mustache? Oh, yeah. Looking not very svelte. No. I wonder if these factions still exist in Dragon Gate. That would be interesting. Yeah. I believe, I think I want to say it was Yoshino had his retirement match this year. Oh, Don't quote okay. me on that, but I know one of them did. Yeah, I know a whole bunch of them are still wrestling, so. I mean, wasn't SEMA on, like, uh, he was on like, those early AEW shows, like, when they first started, right? Yeah, that's right. Him, I think, uh, E-Hawk or somebody like that. E-Hawk and Lindemann, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I love they talk, no tags aren't necessary, and then they tag right afterwards. <laughs> Ooh, he's a big boy. God damn. Yeah. Can you guess who his mentor was? Um, is he currently in WWE? No. Oh. Former WCW Cruiserweight Champion, Ultima Dragon. Ah. Yeah, he was. They were in the Toriumon promotion, right? I believe that's how you say it. Yeah, I'm glad you said it. I I don't think I could have <laughs> been able to. I'd seen this so good. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. A lot of guys got uh runs in Dragon Gate after this. Oh god. Jesus. Yeah, this is not double speed. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, Brennan, you weren't kidding. Yeah. He is I got wind of turning the buttons on to, <laughs> to load this match, and this guy's running like crazy. 
That's so smart. He's going to hit you with a head scissor. Lay down. <laughs> Dragon Kid makes me think of a Ninja Turtle. I think it's the... Hopefully he's not the Memphis Ninja I'm making Turtle. What do you guys think the the conversation with Todd Sinclair was before this match? Like, I can't imagine he played a role in setting this up or anything. Is he just like, stay out of our way and count the three? Probably. Yeah. Probably had hot dogs in his mouth. <laughs> I'm definitely projecting there. <laughs> Yeah, for a match, it doesn't need tags. I'm just going to say, no tags necessary. <laughs> I absolutely called that number before. Was this an answer service? I think you ordered it. You could order your videos and stuff off there. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Percy Pringle, wow. That was a great, that was a two-parter. And that was amazing. Plus he had one with Cornette. All three, all three were so good. Hmm. Yeah, those straight shooting DVDs were really good. That's definitely where a lot of my paychecks went. Especially back then when shit wasn't really talked about as much as it is now, obviously. Exactly, yeah. What the fuck is... That move just makes sense. Yes. I can't believe Dragon Kid is still wrestling, too. I mean, I guess Ultimo Dragon is still wrestling, so... Yeah, that's true. And he came back from Career Ender. Definitely not at the same speed. No. I saw Ultimate Dragon live uh, 2019, I think. Wow. What, what fed? Uh, Joey Ryan's penis party. Okay. Are we allowed to say that name? Uh, blah, 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 blah's penis party. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sad when the word penis is actually more acceptable than the name of the wrestler who threw the party. <laughs> but... Managed by uh, shitty Sonny Ono. That's a given. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, how these guys don't have fucking six million concussions? Yeah, you never know. The announcers are doing a pretty good job. I mean, I couldn't keep up with this. Yeah. Ah, they're probably used to it. Think of how many special K matches they've <laughs> done by now. <laughs> they definitely didn't go for the uh, most cardiovascular referee to keep up with the action in the ring, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. what was Paul Turner doing? Jeez. Meaty chops there. Not bad. Yeah. 
Not as good as those chops that Hartenballer put on Marman on Friday, though, right, Andy? <laughs> he was uh, laying him in like he owed him some money. Yep. Thought Marman's heart was going to explode. Maybe I was just kind of uh, – I'm just going to leave that to myself. Sorry. Oh! In Obete. At least at the time. Oh! That was cool. So Chicago Bridge is basically a big like sports complex, eh, Andy. It was, yeah. There was a, like basically a couple full length basketball basketball courts inside there. Kind of like the Rexplex, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's basically what it was. Is that building not there anymore, Andy? I believe it's still there. It's it was really weird. It's like down this dead end street, and you had to park pretty far away to walk there. So it's kind of like All the street ECW. parking. So it's kind of like the ECW arena. <laughs> I've never been to the ECW arena, but I've seen it. I drove past it. Wait, I've been there and you haven't? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, or the twenty three hundred. I mean, it's not nearly what it used to be, but it's still ECW to me. Damn it. Yep. Octopus hole. <laughs> Andy, were you have a decent little run here in Ring of Honor after this? Oh, I'm sorry, can you say, like that, say that again? It was just a little tour of these guys, Dick. They just said they were in Detroit last night, but yeah, and they wrestled on the card. On Saturday night, for sure. I don't know why, how long they stayed after that. Oh. I'm pretty sure Doi and... Yoshino? Yeah, I think they were tag champs at one point. A very short run, but uh, I'm pretty sure they won at some point. Were they honor tag champs? Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's better than the fucking masked men. <laughs> hey, we don't know that yet. Andy, were you at the uh, uh, the Second City States Prophecy uh, brawl that was uh, at Chicago Ridge? Yes, I was. Oh, that was one of my favorites. I watched that many times. Yeah, Will, we got another show coming up at Chicago Ridge and Milwaukee coming up, and I think it's both in February. Which Milwaukee show is it? I don't know. I just know they're at Turner Hall like February 2nd, I think, 2014. I'll, uh, I'll let you know as we get closer. Oh, oh, that 
Oh, that's a stinger. Yeah, normally you do that head into the corner thing. It doesn't look like it hurts that, but that he got all that. that. Yeah, that looked like it hurt. Ooh, the reverse uh, Hoss Benjamin. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, high fivers. If you're listening to this, I definitely recommend you're watching along. I know we're not saying much because there's a lot to say, so we're not going to say much. <laughs> a bad motherfucker, though. The action speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and these guys aren't even really sweating that much. <laughs> Todd Sinclair, that is. Yeah. <laughs> He's sweating enough for all six of them. Yeah. He always got a lot of shit at the Rexplex. And well, he should. <laughs> yeah, I know we're well, we're told him that mustache is a good idea. I should, yeah, I'd be fired. Yeah. Uh, business about to pick up. Whoops. Oh. Anybody else get an ad? No. I did. You got an ad? Yeah. I refuse to pay for full on YouTube. Yeah, because I'm at 1531 right now. About there. <laughs> oh. Those are perfect plexes, not fishermen. Jeez. <laughs> I still miss Mr. Perfect. Yeah, me too. Fuck your sternum. God damn. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I can see Jack Evans and Roddy Strong adapting this style very, very well. Oh yeah, Jack was uh Jack ended up full time over there. Makes sense. Yeah. Him, Seidel, Ricochet. 
Yeah, to this day, I'm not sure why I don't like Matt Seidel. <laughs> He's an interesting cat. Any of you guys watch CZW back in the day, like when they were really good? Yes. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was watching them. Remember a guy by the name of Chris Cash? Yeah, yeah, I remember Chris Cash. That's if you ever want to just amaze yourself, go down a Chris Cash rabbit hole on YouTube. That guy did so many <laughs> crazy things. Yep. I remember his. Uh, I had his uh, tournament of death uh, match on DVD back in the day, where he just got annihilated. And- Page of Dead, all that stuff. Joy is a beast. Crowd's hot for it, too. I'll give him that. Oh, yeah. I will say from being there in the arena, eventually you got the crowd hook ahead of the feeling like they knew they were witnessing an all-time classic. I would I've only had that happen a couple of other times. I would compare this to uh being at that first ECW pay-per-view when uh the Michinoku guys were over there. And it was just like mind blowing. Yeah, now that you mentioned Andy, you can definitely tell the crowd's getting way more into this now. Yeah, I don't think anyone sat sits down for the rest of the show. Or rest of the match, I should say. Jesus. Oh. Like some of those reversals, all those power bombs that guy does. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. God. Yeah, the snap on his Ranas were something to see. Yeah. What a fucking sell job. Yeah, Seema, he was, uh, he probably still is. He was the whole package, that's for sure. Who's number seven on the Bears? Some asshole. Yeah. <laughs>
God. Oh. Oh. I love me a good lung blower. As long as I'm not receiving it. Yeah. Whew. He's dead. Seema had such good facials, too. Probably still, uh, once again, probably still does. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, oh shit, they ain't wrong. Yeah. Ooh. From out of nowhere. Wow. Goddamn Dragon Rana. So fucking good. Yeah, that last eight minutes or so, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, they turned that into high gear real quick. Definitely putting a timestamp on the air and everything, but I remember... This is the time when uh, ROH was running Chicago Ridge every other month. And as soon as the doors opened, everybody ran to the merchandise table to get the DVD of the last time that they were there. And the show after this, two months after this, uh, I just remember that line for this DVD was so long. <laughs> I think they actually sold out of it right away. That's awesome. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. So would they sell them at the shows first before they started selling them online? Probably. You know, that's a good that's a good question. I don't know about that, but I mean, there used to be there used to be a table probably twenty feet long, which is stacks of all the DVDs. Definitely a lot of completists too. You know, <laughs> that had to get every show, so they were there buying all the shows that were released since the last time they were there two months ago. That's probably something I would do. Wonder what song's playing right now that we can't hear. God damn it, Tony Khan, can't you fork over fork over the money for this song? <laughs> yeah, I think he's friendly with Sima. That dragon kid is like so tiny. Jesus. It's like Paco. That guy wearing a number seven jersey. Fuck that guy. That may be a Michael Vick jersey. No, oh, that's even worse. Oh, jeez. Wolf. That might be. I mean, it's an Urlacher jersey next to him. Maybe that guy's a TNA fan then. <laughs> I mean, Urlacher's no Zach Thomas, but... Thank you. I appreciate that. 
You guys couldn't tell Andy's a big Dolphins fan, so. Oh, nice. Well, my and best friend finally pays is. off this year. Yeah. Oh, that fucking Dragon Rana. Jeez. I always, it's a, it's a subtle thing, but I always love it when the referees show some reaction to like, oh my God, I can't believe what I just saw. Yes. Maybe not, not to the level that Aubrey does it sometimes, <laughs> which is a little over the top, but something like that where it's genuine. I, I've always loved that. Who was it? I think uh, one of the guys in CZWs used to do that. You go flying backwards every time somebody hits something. Oh, yeah. It might have been Lauderdale. You got Marty Skrull. You got uh, Flip Gordon, Josh Woods. Because Josh Woods is back in the Ring of Honor, right? Uh, Here and there. Did any of you guys hear the rumor that Skrull was possibly going to be the devil? No. Kind of already is. <laughs> Apparently there was some story where he went and trademarked all of his names and likenesses and everything and they hmm. thought that he had gotten signed. Hmm. I can't imagine he would do that. Or not Squirrel, but I can't imagine Tony Khan would take that Yeah, chance. there would definitely be some backlash, that's for sure. Yeah. There's only one person I want to be the devil anyway. Who's that? Tony Khan himself. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? I honest to God never thought about that. I never did too until today. Uh, tickled my fancy. That that would be, I mean, I don't know. I still want to be Hammerstone, but. Yeah. I'm still going with Britt Baker. Because yeah. MJF took her husband away from her, and that's why she hasn't been on TV for a while. I mean. It it makes sense. Wow. It would be hard to pay that off with a match, but that's true. That's that's the only reason I I pause when saying that. But the backstory would make sense. That's that's never stopped Tony Khan before. So yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was uh especially that last eight minutes there. Holy shit. Yeah. That was uh that was the first time I've seen that in full. And geez, that was a. Uh... It's a hell of a match. Yeah. Well, thank you, Andy. Thank you, Brendan. Will, you got any thoughts there, my friend? Uh-oh. He's overwhelmed. <laughs> Speechless. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Oof. Yeah, that definitely. So that was Supercar. Well, that was 2006? 2006. They were on all cylinders then. Yeah. That was a Friday night show. They also ran Saturday night, and that was the weekend that WrestleMania was in Chicago as well. I feel like that was when they started doing that, too. Like, local shows would uh, run around the WrestleMania time. It was like the beginnings of it. Very well could have been. Yeah. Just now there's 2,000 shows at the... You could literally go... You It would be legit impossible to hit every wrestling show. Or probably oh, like just like half of them. Yeah. We've wow. got a buddy that's going to Japan tomorrow, and I think he's going to 11 shows. Oh, that's freaking great. Yep. That's what I'd want to do in Japan. I mean, 11 might be a little overkill. I'd like to see some sites, but <laughs> and this is coming from a diehard wrestling fan, but <laughs> I digress. 
I mean, how close are all those arenas to each other? Because, I mean, it's if you're not from there, it's tough to get around. So, I don't know. Apparently, the, they got the bullet train schedule all mapped out, and it's going to be relatively easy. Okay. I, I would get lost so bad in Japan. You'd never find me again. Yeah. Mm. And I guess that, you know, I don't think the Tokyo Dome is being torn down either, Andy. I'm going to guess uh, that might be some BS on his part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're doing just fine, Tokyo Dome. Yeah, because I mean, like, sort of buddy of mine says, I mean, there is a you know baseball team that plays there. So, <laughs> Memo never lets the truth get in the way of a good story. No, no, that's 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 very true. So, is uh, it the Tokyo Giants that play there? I think so. I don't know, actually. That's a good question. I bet it is. I know when I was in Korea, I missed Jerry Royster by a week winning the Korean World Series. Ah, and I would have booed the shit out of him. Jerry Royster's on my my Mount Rushmore of least hated or most hated brewers. So, wow, Tom, you always say how you love Carlos Gomez. I do love Carlos Gomez. I, as a Mets fan, love him too. Because yeah. years ago we tried to trade for him, and he failed his physical. So the trade was null, and instead we got Cespedes. That was the uh, Zach Wheeler-Wilmer Flores trade, right? Yeah, and we kept Flores. Flores was Flores uh, exploded, and Cespedes was unbelievable, and Carlos Gomez hit 190. <laughs> so it worked out all, all together. I remember that. I think didn't Wilmer Flores break down in the dugout when they told him oh, that that trade yeah. happened? He was I remember that. Yeah. Huh. And then it didn't happen, huh? Well, yeah. it worked out for us because we we pivoted and, and the Brewers, I, sh- I shouldn't say we, I don't like when people do that. The Brewers uh, pivoted and sent Gomez to the Astros for a pretty decent haul that included Josh Hader. And that wasn't Brett. Phil- was not Brett Phillips wasn't in that trip. Was it, it was. It was Hader, Phillips, Hauser, and Santana. Yep. Hmm. And we gave up uh, Gomez and Fires, who pitched two no hitters and ratted that organization out for cheating. <laughs> yeah, he did. Whatever happened to Brett Phillips, man? He was so good. Mike Fires is actually playing in a over 40 softball league here in the Milwaukee area. Really? Yes. Oh, was Sid Vicious? <laughs> uh, he's busy making fun of Goldberg and Ryback on Twitter. Oh, Brett Phillips is still playing, huh? Brett Phillips has been on like 17 other teams since he left the Brewers. I always thought that guy was awesome. Dude, he had a fucking cannon for a fucking arm. Yes, he did. I have a Brett Phillips player tee jersey. It's it, when they did the 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 nickname ones. When I did, I got one with his Maverick on it. So yes, and then he got traded. So that's what happened. Did you ever hear his laugh? Yep. Yeah. That's the second thing when you when you when you Google Brett Phillips. That's the third thing that comes up is Brett Phillips <laughs> laugh on there. So, um, wow. Sorry, we definitely went on a sidearm there real quick. So little tangent, little tangent. Yeah, Baseball that, can do that. Yeah, that's that's for, you know, it's it's all it's all one big thing. So, yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, yes. Who'd you go to the show with Andy? Anybody I know? Say one more time. I'm sorry. Who'd you go to the show with? Anybody I know? Drunk Rob. 
Yeah. Uh, actually, that was a big group of us. I think there were like eight of us and we all crammed into a hotel room uh, right. that night, this Friday night, because then the next day we went to IWA Mid-South. We're no joke in the afternoon and then back for the second Ring of Honor show at night. Also, you ran twice in Chicago. Yes, yes. Oh, they wow. ran Friday and Saturday night. Nice. I believe the Saturday night show, if I remember correctly, was headlined by Colt Cabana and Homicide in a Chicago street fight. Ooh. That's good shit right there. I love both those guys. I mean, yeah. I, I said it over and over. I think Homicide, that motherfucker needs a podcast or needs to write a book or something like that. So he's just hilarious. Yeah, he needs to write a book and then do the audio version. <laughs> <laughs> I still wonder, and, and people laugh at me when I say this, but if anybody remembers when TNA went on Monday nights and they went head-to-head with Raw, the first match was a Thunderdome match, and <laughs> Homicide could not climb that cage, and I really think that was the death knell for for Monday nights and the yep. head-to-head competition. That spelled it all out. It's like the first Thunder for WCW having audio and visual problems. Yes. Yeah, yes. It's kind of the something you just look back like, if only that didn't happen. Yeah. I was watching that night. I was back too. And TNA forth. had so much talent back then. Man, just name value. Yeah, they had so much talent. And then they put fucking Orlando Jordan and the Nasty Boys, Val Venus on that show. Well, you know. Yeah. Val Venus? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John Morley feuded with Christopher Daniels for no reason. Piece of crap. Wait, take it you're not a Val Venus fan. No, not these days. His political views or his. Yeah. uh... Yeah. I'm not a big fan of a big fan of that. Wait, Val Venus wrestled Christopher Daniels. Yeah, I I believe so. I believe they feuded for a couple of weeks in TNA. I they might even have gotten a pay-per-view match out of it. Wow, that is not a sentence I thought would ever come out of my mouth. Holy shit. I mean, if you told me Val Venus wrestled Christopher Daniels on a like a heat in 1998, I believe it. Yeah. But uh yeah, not in TNA. I mean, Christopher Daniels is like 80 years old, so yes. Christopher Daniels wrestled Haka Michinoku on an episode of like Velocity or Jacked or one of those random shows, and that probably is one of the top 15 matches i've ever seen live really some, i believe it. it was it was late at night it was a, they were for some reason it was wwf at the time was taping a saturday night show shotgun probably maybe it was shotgun saturday night that might yeah. have been it at the at the rosemont and i remember that match i knew who christopher danny was for coming up here to milwaukee for windy city wrestling and i told my buddy i'm like oh this should be pretty good and it was awesome hmm. that's awesome definitely something worth seeking out and they're both still active today. I just watched. I know, Dr. isn't that crazy? I just yeah. watched wrestle in New Japan at the Super uh, Bester uh, Junior Tag League today. Actually, nice. Imagine it happened today, but it happened a month ago. So, <laughs> yeah, I have a picture. Um, no, did I get a picture? Of Chris- oh, I did get a picture of Christopher Daniels, the Ring of Honor title. So, yeah, you got an autograph from him. So I'm assuming you got a picture with him, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I got it. Well, I got to know this uh, when they were at Turner Hall in 2017 when he was champ. Oh, gotcha. I thought you were talking to that Warrior show we went to in South Bend. Nope, but he did sign an autograph here to Ring of Honor Reverie. So Christopher Daniels is nice. a fan of the show. So so shout out to Christopher Daniels. So want to throw some sponsorship money? That'd be awesome. So 
<laughs> yeah. Well, gentlemen, uh, this is awesome. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for the opportunity to join in. It was fun. Yeah. That was uh, that was something. And really show, I mean, good job. Was it Larry Leonard was on the call? Lenny yeah. Leonard. Lenny Leonard. And whatever uh, name Gabe was probably going under at this point. And uh, was it Hagedorn, the other one? No, he was. If Hagedorn was there, he was. Uh, he was still training. Okay. Still in the dojo, so it was probably. I don't know what Gabe would go out. Jimmy Bowers or some other dumb fucking name that he used. Yeah, because the announcers did a really good job on this one. So yeah, yeah, they definitely did. Um, yeah, be interesting. What actually, real quick, I well, I guess what is Seema still doing to this day? Let's look at that. He uh. He's, uh, I believe he's still a journeyman. He'll show up in like all Japan or one of the other ones. You just one with a C, right? C I M A. Yep. C I M A. There we go. 46 only. Shit. Yeah, he's my age. Wow. He's a lot better shape than I am right now, but it's early. Me too. I mean, it's only Thursday, right? <laughs> Oriental Wrestling Entertainment and Gleet. Oh, he does Gleet. What is Gleet? Do you actually know what that is? I've heard the name. Are I'm they... sure you know a couple of guys that could probably tell you what Gleet is. Is that uh I swear I've heard it on uh I've heard the name come from JCB or uh Brett on okay. the Phoenix. Well yeah. Um hmm. Later recruiting Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz to the group. Holy shit. Hmm. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I do. I think I do remember that. Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. So, hmm. L. Lindemann. I'm not a big fan of L. Lindemann. I don't know what it is about that guy. He just bugs the shit out of me. Hmm. But, you know, for no specific reason. So, huh. It happens. Still, he's still, I mean, he's only 46. So, all over TV and shit like that. So, huh. awesome. Yeah, he can yeah. call his own shots at this point. I'm sure. Yeah, one of those guys. Will you got anything else here for us before we pull the train to the station here, my friend? Do we lose Will? It seems like it. Uh oh. Okay. Well, awesome. Um, yeah, this is great, guys. Uh, we will definitely have to do this again. Um, once I get my shit together, we'll definitely do this more often, but, uh, I appreciate you guys and I will talk to everybody in the very near future. This has been a Visionaries Global Media production. Visionaries Global Media. Envisioning excellence on a global scale.